Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to week two of the B-League Pickens show. Show. Everybody, here we go. We're here for another Underdog Pickens week with your boy here, Dan, at the B-League. Says you can find me on X if you want. I don't even, I'm not even going to promote it anymore. That's what I'm going to do. I call like that. Down with X. Not going to do it. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to promote uh, X anymore unless you're following the Underdog uh stuff over there i guess I, I think i'm just gonna just tell everyone to come over to our discord now that's it it's a free discord it's blowing up at the moment our discord over there it's a free discord not many of them are free I, I don't know of many discords that are free i think everyone should come over there and get amongst your sports book chat over there i think it's a great place to uh to be <laughs> big brown dog in the house here we go jamie how about them browns look at that love it get around the browns Love it. Watson firing off. I might even talk about them. Actually, I wanted to talk about the Browns later, but their props hadn't even dropped. Who knows? By the end of this, we might go over that. We'll do some ad lib. Let's see how that is going. What's up, Gladys? Good to see your your amazing person, your amazing self on Monday night with the two-point conversion. Every Monday night with uh, Kyle and sometimes a doc and Gladys, we uh, we hit. Gladys went for three for three on her props for the, the Jets and Bills game. How about them apples? You like them apples? Well done, Gladys. Big week for you. Sucks to be Kyle. Unlucky, buddy. <laughs> Either way, as always, you can subscribe on our YouTube. Please share this around. You know, going for two is a pretty big network. We've got an awesome show lined up tonight with Ryan and Jeff. I'm going to say Ryan's names first until I start to get some music. Thanks, Jeff, for nothing. Oh, we have some. Oh, we got the fight going. Fight. Yes, fight. Anyway, look at this. Gladys, you ready for the Browns to beat the Steelers this week? Uh, in a fight, I back Gladys nine times out of nine. Unlucky, Jamie. Good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> like a little banter in the chat. We love it. Welcome, everybody, one more time again. Again, as again, if you want to come follow me on X or Twitter, it's at the B League says, find me over on Discord, our free Discord going for two server of the same name. You can do that. As always, you can follow us on YouTube, subscribe, share, hit the alerts when your favorite shows pop off. I'm absolutely missing the uh, the speak on it, boys. They've been off for a couple of weeks. Makes my uh, Wednesday morning trip into work a whole lot more fun. But hey, it is what it is. As always, if you're new to the show, I basically look at a few of the games during the week and see some props per game, how they work and whatnot. Normally, I start off with uh, going over some of the, the Vegas lines and whatnot. And that's how we go as well. Normally, I break it down from the morning props, the afternoon props, and the evening props, and I'll try and cross-reference that because sometimes lines do change. So for a little bit of uh, you know, due diligence, please, as always, hey, we're all about going uh, going for two an underdogs partnership, promo code GF200% matching deposit up to 100 bucks on your initial deposit. Please do due diligence and cross-reference through other sites because you might be getting a bargain elsewhere or getting hammered where you're at. So check Thrive, check Prize Picks, check DK, check your bookies and... Uh, Obviously, your casino places like Caesars and all that. So check what they're offering too, because normally other places might be quicker to, to adapt or, or slow, and you can find an edge that way as well. I'll give you a quarterback four sacks. Oh, yeah, pick, pick it going down for four. Yeah, I think that might be about right. Either way, enough of the uh, niceties in here. We're going to crack straight into it. I'm having a look at a few of the games. Uh, this week, Baltimore-Cincinnati at 46.5. I really like Joe Mixon this week to go over on his uh, his touchdown. But I think he's had like a stupid amount of rece five receiving touchdowns, I think, in his last four games, I want to 
give or take on that. He's, he's basically been cracking off against the Bengals over the past few matches. I'll tell you that much. I think he's had no. He's had nine total touchdowns against them in 11 games, but seven of them come in the last like three or four. So something stupid like that. Check that out as well. I really like that one for him because uh, that's the game that we're going to go over. I did like Seattle and Detroit at 47 and a half. Um, interesting game. I think a lot of people are going to overreact to a lot of what Detroit did on Thursday night. And, uh, and they're going to overreact a little bit to what Seattle didn't do against the Rams. So a bit of movement in that, uh, in that direction, I feel like people might be overreacting. Vegas versus Buffalo at 46 and a half, I find is interesting. Uh, I think make what you want of the Bills. I, it was tough weather. I mean, I'm not going to tell you that the weather conditions in New York. I, I live out this way. It was pretty bad that whole week. And what I saw on Monday night, I, I think I said it on our broadcast on Monday, it wasn't great. I was surprised the game was even going on. There was lightning through the day. It was pretty rough. So it was what it was in that regard. Uh, Chargers at, uh, where are we here? It's not Tampa. Miami. No, no, no. Chargers are at Tampa. Over under 45 and a half. That's a weird one. Tampa's not doing anything again, but I mean, 20 points, maybe they can. Oof. I don't even want to think about Tampa. I can tell you now, we're going to have 17 weeks of Dan not talking about Tampa as much as he can. I want no part of that. But again, game picks for the morning. I am going to hammer on Baltimore and Seattle at 46 and a half. I thought that was an interesting game. Division rivalries are normally lower scoring, so to see 46 and a half, even for me, you look at some of the other ones that, like, I, I, I feel like that. Where was it? I've got that Pittsburgh Browns game down here. Where was it earlier today? It was at 39 and a half. So the, the over-under on or the line for 30 is 39 and a half for the Cleveland at Pittsburgh game, which I'm not too surprised about at all. That that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but to see 46 and a half between Baltimore and Cincinnati and Baltimore, they were, man, they were tough to watch last week. They were brutal, huh? So, that's what we're going to go with. Uh, we're going to go with your higher and lowers because I can't say over and under. Thank you, underdog, and your shitty vernacular. Can't do that anymore. But either way, we're going to get going. Lamar Jackson, I'm going to hit on this week. Uh, higher than 53 and a half rushing yards. I think they're going to go back to the well. Look, no J.K. Dobbins. I'm going to call it for what it is. It's a mediocre backfield after that. I don't care what you say about Melvin Gordon, uh, Gus Edwards, and Justice Hill. They're mid. They're a bunch of mid-dudes. You can replace them with, like, Matt Breida, and it'd be the same thing. It doesn't matter. They're just guys that are going to do whatever they do, and I feel like they're going to have to give it to Lamar Jackson going forward a bit more than uh, than often than not. Uh, past record of success against the Bengals as well on the ground. Only twice in eight games has he had under 50 rushing yards. Hasn't been under 58 in his last three, and has two games over 100 in that span of time as well. After last week's, again, whatever, whatever you want to call that, uh, I can see them adjusting and, and they're going to go back to the well on what he's good at. And, you know, unfortunately, he is amazing at running the ball. He's a good quarterback and throw really nice too. But I think they're going to have to utilize him on the ground a bit more this week. He, he wasn't really there last week. Uh, it was kind of weird to watch. It was just, I don't even know what to make of that game, to be honest. Like, I want to say, oh, yeah, that's normal. Like, it's great for Zay Flowers. Like, that's cool. Beckham kind of stood up a bit as well. That was nice to see too. I'm glad to see him come back and make a bit of a... Uh, a recovery in that regard, but you know, any more than that, I'm not really, not really thinking Bateman. Okay, maybe they get Mark Andrews back and he does a little bit more. Jackson last week, I'm just looking again. Yeah, 38 rushing yards. Uh, you know, 
he can cross that pretty pretty quickly. Jamie says Browns 34-3 against the Steelers. That's just mean. 34 what? Like total yards? Passing yards? I'm just trying to figure out what Kenny Pickett's going to do. Might be the size of 3.5, 3.4 might be the size of his hands. I'm just trying to figure it out. Pickett, uh, 34-3 to the Browns. Nah. I think this will go over, actually. I think Deshaun Watson looked pretty good last week. He looked all right. Bit, a bit more of himself, a bit more intent. Uh, you know, what happened like to what, whatever he did last year, he looked a bit nervous on the on the pitch. I think he looks a bit more comfortable within his, uh, within his skin, which is probably a bad thing for the Masuas. Anyway, pick number two, Joe Mixon, higher than half a receiving and rushing touchdown. I said before, Mixon, for all intents, in 11 games, hasn't had the best success against the Ravens, although... Uh, Except for the touchdown column, except for that touchdown column with four on the ground and five through the air in totality. But however, seven of those nine touchdowns, three on the ground, fourth through the air have come in his last four games. So he's been hammering them uh, the last four games. So again, three on the ground, four in the air have come in his last four games, seven in nine. So that's hard to argue at this point. I think he's going to score on the ground this week. And, you know, you might have to, considering the way Joe Burrow played a week ago. Pick number three, Jamar Chase, lower. Then 80 and a half receiving yards. Damn, you're crazy. Yeah, I get that. And people want Burrow to have a bit of a get-right game. But the reality is, is this week's opponent is as hard as the last. And a get-right game against the Ravens, I've never heard of it before. When do people have a get-right game against Baltimore? You know what? We got absolutely thrashed last week. We've got a weaker opponent in Baltimore. We're going to be all right. Off the top of my head, I feel like he had three picks to... Darius Slay last year. They play the Eagles in primetime, right? So, Kirk Cousins, we're looking at this. How many will he throw in primetime? They play the Eagles. I feel like Jamar, Jamar, Justin Jefferson had, what, one reception for six yards last year? I think that was the game he absolutely got belted. And Darius Slay had two to three picks. I can't remember. I'd love for someone to correct me on that. Where's my, why don't I have a Kyle? The speaker guys have a Kyle. Why don't I have a Kyle in the chat doing this for me? Unbelievable. Anyway, Jamar Chase lower than 80.5 receiving yards. Yeah, I, look, I, I think that's a bit high after what happened last week. I'm really not really backing into the idea that they can rebound that easily. Even Burrow's line of 265, yeah, 266 and a half now. I feel like that's a little high as well. Maybe around that 250 marks about right. I think it's going to be a slower game than we anticipate. Baltimore hold the ball really well too. So normally... I don't know what last week was, but normally they hold the ball really well. I don't think it's going to be like. You are correct, Sir Sir Slay. Oh, wow. Sir Slay owns JJ. Well, that's a nice name for you. Very good. Thank you very much, Gladys. Yeah, so I feel like uh, Jamar Chase's numbers, if they can come down a little bit, maybe into the 70s, low 70s, 72, 73, probably want to give that a touch up. But, you know, 80, I don't know. I don't know, it might be a tough one against the Ravens. Either way, game picks for the afternoon. We've been waffling a little bit today. These two are squabbling. Look at you two squabbling. Jamie and Gladys squabbling, getting in a fight in that chat. I love it. Get amongst it. Game picks for the afternoon. Uh, I am going to go with San Fran at the Rams at 44 and a half points. Uh, I think that one can go over. I think San Fran can dust up everyone. Isn't that right, Gladys? We, we saw enough of that last week to know otherwise. Other games in the afternoon slot we're looking at. Uh, New York and Arizona, whatever. Not even going to talk about the Giants and Cardinals. We're just going to save our breath on that one. Washington at Denver could be interesting. 
Denver had moments last week, and so did Washington. They were kind of they showed that they weren't good, but they showed that they weren't just completely trash either way. Speaking of trash, Zach Wilson and the Jets go to Dallas. All these games I've just mentioned are all under 40 points, and I feel like Dallas could cover that by themselves against the Jets. Well, they didn't. If, if this was their line last week against the Giants, they wouldn't have, because they would have had to get 41, which they didn't. Unlucky. Either way. We're going to go with Fran and the Rams. We're going to have a look at some of these props for the afternoon. Thank you, Tequila. Uh, we're going to have a look at Brandon Ayuk. We're going to go higher than 55 and a half receiving yards. I feel like that's come up a point or two, but either way, it is what it is. Look, what can't he do? This guy's an animal. I think Brandon Ayuk, for all, whatever is said about Sam Fran and what they have going on, Brandon Ayuk could be quite possibly my favorite player in the NFL at the moment. He is unbelievable. Whatever they did to him, I think it was last year, sat him for the bench for seven, seven weeks, whatever the hell that was. I feel like Ayuk is in this place where... He can do no wrong at this point. I really feel like he's just running amok. Six receptions for you, so two interceptions. Okay, so he did have... Oh, well, I, was, I had the number six in there. I was close. So that's where I'm at with Brandon Ayuk at this point. Look, week one, double-digit targets, over 100 receiving yards, two touchdowns in a game that should have been closer. I feel like that. I've, I'm not going to characterize what Pittsburgh did last week and say that's the norm. I feel like they just played a better team on, the, on a bad week, and that was it. That bad week happened to be week one. It is what it is. Here we are. I can see the Rams giving the 49ers the same sort of problems, but I feel like the Rams are closer to Pittsburgh than they are San Fran at this point, which isn't a bad thing. The Rams looked decent last week. They were surprisingly decent. They still have some good pieces. It was just a question on how that receiving game was going to work. Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell showed us what it was. Uh, so I can see that being that as well. Uh, Lockett Metcalf, they did give the Rams a little bit of problem last week. It started off all right for them, and then it kind of just faded away. And I feel like CMC will get a lot of the attention again after what he had 151 yards, 151 yards in the ground last week. So I feel like that's going to be all right. Look, in two of his last three matchups versus the division rival, the Rams, uh, he's clocked over 80 receiving yards twice in his last three games. So that's 81 and 107 in two of his last three. So I feel like Ayuk's got a bit of a bit of form on his side against his opponent this week. And I feel like that's going to continue, especially after last week's showing. Debo can come up with a, a big splash play and so can Kittle, I guess. Uh, Kittle's kind of kind of off George Kittle a little bit lately. I don't know if anyone else is, but yeah, I, I feel like Ayuk's starting to really establish himself aside from McCaffrey, at least in the passing game, as the top guy. Pick number two, we're going to go with Matthew Stafford, lower than 228 and a half yards. It seems like a weird one after last week. Uh, but again, I feel like we're talking about a different kettle of fish at the moment. Again, that's no disrespect to the Steelers. Sorry, Gladys. I'm going to have to keep reiterating myself. I don't feel like the Steelers are bad. I just feel like San Fran are just that good at the moment. And I feel like the same thing is going to be said about the Rams this week. I don't think Seattle was bad. I just thought the Rams were just a little bit better. I don't think that is enough to compete with the 49ers at the moment. So, yeah, it isn't a shaky, you know, Seahawks secondary or erratic team. This is a Super Bowl favorite at this point. He's in for a tough day. I uh, feel like he's going to have to hold on to the ball a little bit too long, and he's not really as mobile as he used to. So escaping like the guys like Bosa and whoever else, like Jackson and all those sorts of guys, I don't think that's going to work out in his favor. I think he's going to get caught a little bit too often. Look, I know at will he's quick, and they can get creative with him. So gaining separation won't be a problem for him, but maybe it is for Van Jefferson, Higby, and, and Puka Nakua. Uh, I just think it's going to be a tough day coming. So sub... 228 and a half yards for him. Pick number three, we're going to go Brock Purdy. We're going to go higher than 217 and a half passing yards. Uh, I feel like I want to add a caveat in because obviously not all the props have dropped in. 
when the prop comes for over one and a half passing touchdowns, we can smash that as well. Uh, I think 230 is a comfortable marker for him each week uh, for the second year starter. He's not really going to blow the stat line up unless Debo and McCaffrey, you know, kind of get that ridiculous act that they're known for. Like a lot of it's them doing the work for him. I think anyone can see that. Uh, but, you know, numbers count. We can pad the stats all we want. And, hey, if he's going to throw it one yard sideways, that isn't what we think it is. And they take it for 70. That really goes towards his title. And who can we, how can we complain when we're betting on him, right? So we're going to go with Brock Purdy over 217 and a half. When the, when the time comes, we can go over one and a half passing touchdowns. I don't see that being a problem for him. The primetime games. We're going to have a look at these primetime games. I'm going to log into Underdog at the moment because we had a little bit of a problem here. I was looking at that Cleveland-Pittsburgh game as the game I wanted to touch on, except the stats hadn't dropped for that at all. So we're going to... And they still haven't. That is a shame. So there's still no props for Cleveland and Pittsburgh Monday night game, except they have. There's only two for New Orleans, Carolina, which is about an hour early. And, and for all intents, we've got a double header for the two-point conversion Monday night. Kyle... Lattice, me, and sometimes the doc, which should be fun at seven o'clock this week. Maybe a little bit early. The guys might start a bit earlier without me. I won't be there that point. Uh, so the other game that is remaining that we're going to talk about, obviously there was New England at Miami for 46 and a half. New Orleans at Carolina for 40, which I feel is very friggin' generous because Carolina, good Lord. And obviously I wanted to go to Cleveland, Pittsburgh. That's at 39 and a half at the moment, but I am going to talk about New England at Miami because I can't talk about that one, which would have been interesting to see what Watson's numbers, Cooper more, if Cooper's even playing. Would have been interesting to see what Chubb's numbers were. Even the Pittsburgh guys, they might have, it would have been weird to see what happened with Deontay Johnson maybe being out. I don't know if he's out. He's probably out. To see what would have happened to like maybe Austin or Robinson or Pickens, just to see how those numbers would have affected a guy like Najee Harris who... Went missing for all it was. Pick number one. Here we go. We're going to talk about this one. There is a pick and bonus I think everyone should know about. For Tua Tagovailoa, it was at 270 and a half uh, yards. I have taken the higher. I think he's going higher on this one quite easily. Uh, and that's not to say that it should be easy against the Patriots. I don't think it will be. But, you know, Hill and Waddle are just difference makers. They can do it for you. He doesn't have to go off for them to go off. It's just the reality of it is 450 passing yards. Week one is a nice way to go off. Don't get me wrong, but here we are. I feel like they're just built a little bit different from Brown and Smith, uh, as would be speed kills, and they will. I, I think they're going to just teach them a bit of a lesson this week. They're going to dust them up, especially in their home opener. Uh, they can't be given an inch. And I, you know, you look at great minds, you know, the Mike McDaniel going up against Bill Belichick again. I feel like, you know, both teams are, Pretty healthy outside of maybe the odd injury here or there to the Patriots guys. Maybe what, Devontae Parker? But maybe revenge game for Devontae Parker. Can't argue with that. But, you know, I think those those two, I think Hill and Waddle are going to drum up enough space and they're just going to have one, I think. Pick number two, I feel like, again, I don't want to overreact to last week, but I feel like his hand is going to be forced a little bit more. And Mac Jones, we're going to go higher than 224.5 passing yards at, versus Miami. Look, I feel like he's going to be playing catch-up. And from what we saw last week, as, a, as opposed to last year, that's not the end of the world. Look, Jones punched out nearly 60 passing attempts for 300 yards and three touchdowns in a near come from behind win versus Philly. And it was pretty good. And he got that out of, like, Kendrick Bourne and Arna Henry and, of all people, Keyshawn Butte. Like, it's hard to get anything out of guys like that. And yet here he was getting things out of guys like that. Obviously, Stevenson chipping in for six for 65. I'll talk about him in a second. That's huge. 
and I'm, I'm, I don't doubt that that's going to have to happen again. I feel like they're going to have to play a similar game to a team that they're going to have to struggle to keep up with. And that's a good thing. We want him to, to chase from behind and put up those numbers. And that's that's a good thing. You know, let him dump it off to Zeke and Stevenson and, and go from there. Uh, it wasn't the week to get away with it last week against Philly. Obviously, Philly on the ground are pretty tough to beat at the best of times. It was what it was. And here they are again, probably in a more open game. Uh, you know, Miami's defense is pretty damn good still. I know what happened last week, but you know, here we are. Yeah, there we go. Jared, here we go. The DFS King made his debut on Friday night with Tim and Jeff. Good showing for the young blood. Love it. Pick number three for this week. We're going to go Ramondre Stevenson. <gasps> Lower than 55 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, I know the success that Eckler and Kelly had between them. They punched about 200 rushing yards. So to go lower is almost suicidal. But I'm here for the thrill of the chase. That's what we're here for, right? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to go the other way around. I feel like people are going to be smashing the over on this because of what happened last week. So please don't bet on that right now. Give it a few more days. That number's going to rise up pretty quickly, I think. So keep that in mind. Uh, look, between Ramondre and Zeke last week, they failed to log 20 combined rushing attempts and they failed to combine for 60 rushing yards between them. Stevenson on the ground was quite disappointing. But again, six for what? Six for 65, I think he got of six reception. Yeah, six for 65, I feel like he had last week. That's no joke. So I could see him racking it up again. They're going to be chasing this game. It's going to be through the air, hopefully. And that's a way that they're going to exploit Miami as much as they can. One more time, I'm going to go over these bets that I've went with and then my three favorite picks to get around because you should get around them. We're going to go to that morning game. We're going to have a look at Baltimore. At Cincinnati, 46 and a half uh, line, they're going to go Jackson higher than 53 and a half rushing yards. Mixon higher than a half for receiving rushing touchdown. Jamar Chase lower than 80 and a half receiving yards. In the afternoon, we're going Brandon Ayuk higher than 55 and a half receiving yards. Matt Stafford lower than 228 and a half uh, passing yards. Brock Purdy higher than 217 and a half passing yards. Pivot to 1.5 passing touchdowns uh, higher as well. We're going to hit that afternoon game or that evening game, sorry, primetime game as it would be. There's gonna, we're going to take that pick and bonus. Check out Underdog, promo code GF2, 100% matching deposit up to 100 bucks. There is a Tua Tagovailoa uh, prop there as well for 270. Uh, we're going to go higher on that for him. Mac Jones higher than 224.5 passing yards. And Ramondo Stevenson lower than 55.5 rushing yards. Uh, my three favorite bets, I feel like at the moment that I'm going to go with, I, I just love the Mixon half receiving rushing touchdown. I think he's on this week. It's going to be Mixon menacing the neighborhood again. Just, you know, hopefully it's on the field. For what it's worth, Mixon, yeah, just keep it keep it there. We're going to go half in that regard. Brandon O'York higher than 55 and a half receiving yards. I feel like that's criminal. Same with Michael Pittman. I think Michael Pittman's going to go blow up the, the Texans this week. Pittman, I think, has been quoted for like 58 and a half. Punched out nearly 100 last week, and he's the only receiver of note. There's no running backs. That game's a smash for him to go nuts against Houston. Who's, what, they lost who? Who they lose? They lost uh, Jalen Pitra and, uh, oh, what's his name? Ward. They lost Ward as well, I think, and they're left with, like, Eric Murray. So Michael Pittman's going to have a big game. Check that into your DFS. I, I expect to hear about Michael Pittman in your DFS this week, Jared, please, and thank you. We're going to go Ramondre Stevenson again, lower than 55 and a half rushing yards. They're the three that I'm leaning on the most this week. Before I go, we punched out 25 minutes. How about them apples? Fantastic. Underdog, GF2, promo code, 100% matching deposit, up to 100 bucks on your initial deposit. Then you come into our Discord, the free Discord, at Going for Two, and we can talk about that in the sports bet section. 
I'm sweating like a cucumber in a comet. The aircon blew out. Mally Sam sweating through my eyes. Oh my God. Either way, come join us in the Discord in the sports bet section. We can talk about all the props in there. I'm going to post the show. I think I've already posted the show. Come check it out. All that sort of jazz. You know what to do. YouTube, subscribe, hit the alerts. Come find the show every Wednesday at three o'clock. That's what we're here for. And you can always find us on Twitter at Going For Two Live. I'm at the B League says. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. Cheers and bye. Where's that end record button? There's the end stream button. And bye for now. Cheers, bye.